Welcome to Slow Down, the podcast where we get together every Sunday and truly live in the moment and have those conversations that we don't have time to have. Grab your coffee, tea, kombucha, wine, whatever you like to sip when you're unwinding. Today I am revisiting my favorite ashwagandha and I don't even know why I said revisiting. <laughs> Knowing good well this has been my go-to drink nearly every day. Today I'm having it with lemon juice and agave nectar. One teaspoon because I'm trying to do better with my sugar intake. Okay, you guys know the drill, right? Or maybe you don't. I'm not going to assume. But before we get started, we're going to take a moment. If you're in a safe space, close your eyes and let's all breathe as we take in this week's affirmation. Clutter smothers, simplicity breathes. Clutter smothers, simplicity breathes. That spot in your space that seems to catch all. The space that we dread organizing. Think about that space for a moment and how it makes you feel. Clutter tends to bring on stress, anxiety, even feelings of depression. Think about how we are going to be able to make changes. This episode is sure to get you right on your way to feeling motivated and feeling like you got the keys to be able to get rid of that clutter. So I really wanted to talk about minimalism this week because it's a term that I throw around quite often on this platform and even on my other platforms, YouTube, Instagram, I am always Throwing in minimalism because it is something that changed my life so much. It changed my views on things, the way I think about things. And also the order in my episodes actually makes sense because I started meditating when I started minimalism. I was craving, I, I needed a something to de-stress and clear my mind and give me focus and clarity along with prayer, of course. So that's why we're diving in today. Now you're probably like, Broja, what is minimalism? It's a concept that involves freeing yourself from clutter, living with, and I'm, I'm using loose air quotes here, living with less, okay? Loose air quotes. I feel my best when I am in a clutter-free environment. That's super important to me with the work that I do. When the house is a mess, I cannot. I can't even get to my emails when the house is a mess. So how does one embark on a more minimalistic lifestyle? 
you can start by doing a deep sweep of your personal space and not thinking twice about anything. And I like to incorporate the Marie Kondo method. If it's not sparking joy, baby, it is out. Now, that's easier said than done. And when you get started, you're going to realize that, yeah, it's easier said than done. But what made this easy for me to do? And I did this like eight years ago. I gave myself a rule. And that is, I can only touch each object one time. So if I pick up this cup of tea right here, I better decide, is this sparking joy? Is it making me happy? Is it giving me all the feels? And if I put it in that donate or trash pile, it's there to say, I'm not picking it up again. Is it sparking joy? You can only touch it once. When I first started learning about minimalism, I remember there wasn't a ton of information out there, but I knew that it wasn't a new practice. It's something that they've been doing for, for years and years. I remember stumbling across these videos of people like literally counting their belongings. Like, oh, I'm only giving myself one pair of sneakers, one flip-flop, one heel, and all of those shoes have to work with my outfit. Like, that's that. One watch, one pair of sunglasses, two hats. One is a baseball cap, the other is a sun hat. <laughs> like with everything in life, you gotta take it in moderation. So I was taking in the information that these people were serving, but by no means was I realistically going to only have three pairs of shoes. So when I talk about minimalism, I talk about it very loosely because I do minimalism in a way that works for me because I live by a certain practice. So when something is no longer sparking joy, I do get rid of it. I don't think twice about it. And I don't like to live in clutter and I don't like to bring in a lot of stuff. I think about each purchase that I make before I bring something into my home. Like it has to give me some type of feeling. It has to make sense. I don't just bring it in just to fill a space. That is often the reason why the house gets cluttered when you're bringing stuff in just to fill a space. Every nook and cranny in the house does not have to be filled with stuff. And when you come to finally realize that, it's like a breath of fresh air. I remember some of my more popular videos on YouTube were actually about minimalism. And of course, with higher views, you are more open to people that are not really your, your tribe. They're not really your people. They're like, they're looking at the topic and low-key trolling. But people would actually count my belongings. They'd be like, well, you're not a minimalist because I counted eight pairs of shoes. Like, where, how is that minimalism? It got crazy to me. It was just like, I don't want to be a part of this community because people like to become obsessed with stuff and then it just gets unhealthy. When I did my first minimalism sweep, I felt like I had nothing. I got rid of so much stuff and there was literally an echo. Living with less did make life easier easier. I was able to make up my mind because I'm super indecisive. It made getting dressed easier. Cleaning up was a breeze and that gave me more time to do what I love. And when it was time to work, that was easy and enjoyable. 
because my environment was quite crisp, allowing the creative juices to flow. Now that I'm a mom, wow, I'm all, I've almost been a mom for six years. That's crazy. But now that I've been a mom, I tend to joke and say the only non-minimalist area in my house is my son's room. Um, and that's still kind of true to a certain extent. But for the most part, I try to keep things very clear. But when it came to my son, whenever he would ask for things, I would get it for him. And look, I'm not condoning this at all because I have so many regrets. I regret that. Um, that is not the case anymore, but this is how it was. And this has to do with mom guilt, which this is another topic. I would be busy working and whenever I was done working, I would go to Target and I would let my son pick a toy. And he did that maybe four times a week. And I am not proud of it. I did that on a regular basis for about two years. So if you add up the things that I was constantly buying on a weekly basis, add that with the things that family and friends gift to him and then birthdays and Christmas. My son is a New Year's Eve baby, so all of this stuff just coming in. I just remember feeling so much anxiety whenever I would go into his room. I could not focus, I could not think. There was toys everywhere. I'm like, there's no way that this is healthy. And he only plays with like five out of this selection of a hundred plus toys. So overconsumption. It all comes down to overconsumption. I feel like in my life, I am constantly trying to find ways to get rid of stress, anxiety, and try to do my part in not making the earth sick. So, children and minimalism. This is what I currently do. My daughter never got a dose of living with too much because I set boundaries early on and it wasn't my first time at the rodeo. I know good well this little girl is not about to play with all these toys. In the beginning, I felt like people was offended by me saying, oh, we don't need the gift or just like limiting the type of gifts. We love books, but we don't need these big toys. And then also we would get like duplicate toys, but people seem to have Oh my gosh, people seem to have been a little bit offended with the, hey, we don't need a gift. We just want your company. I like to get the kids out and about doing activities more so than staying home and playing with toys, which is totally fine. Toys are good. Toys are good for the development, but they are not completely necessary. I'd say just a few toys. I like to more so give them experiences, go on a walk, go on a hike, go to the park. When you do find yourself with an overabundance of toys though, it is important to introduce your little ones to donating. And those broken toys, bundle them up girl. Bundle them up and throw them away. We don't hold on to anything that's broken or damaged and if it's no longer sparking joy in the kids' lives, we get rid of it. Also for the kids, because they do have toys from birthdays and such that I did not get rid of or, you know, when people 
you know, they get the big toy anyway. If the kids aren't quite ready to play with it, I do go ahead and store it in the closet and rotate out toys. But when you find yourself stepping on toys to get to the closet, it's too much. If there is no way that you can have a home for each toy in the house, you have no room for it. So a good way to make room for it is to get rid of the old. Make sure you're keeping the stuff that your kids are actually interested in. Because believe it or not, not all kids are into Legos or blocks. Um, not all kids are into dolls or action figures. So just look at your kid, listen to your kid. And it's cool to have your kid with you when you're doing all of this. Preferably, yes, have your kid with you in the room as you guys are sorting. And don't do the rule of touch once with the kids. I even have like a bucket of toys that I don't necessarily see them playing with. And then we'll go through that bucket and I'll be like, hey, you want this? You want this? You want this? Should we donate this? And that's how we do it. So get the kids involved. All in all, my goal for myself and for my kids is to have gratitude for the things that we currently have in our lives. Appreciate what we have and you'll realize how amazing the things that you currently have are. Even with the kids, you'll see them getting so creative and using things in ways that they weren't actually meant for. But hey, that's a cool way to use that. This week, Tackle that spot in your space that collects clutter. Get rid of the things that don't make you feel good and find a home for everything. And if you can't find a home for it, then maybe it's time to get rid of it. Once you're doing this, you might start feeling good and end up tackling a room or two or even your whole house. A clean environment is a step in the right direction for an excellent week. Thank you for slowing down with me. Follow Slow Down Pod on Instagram for little doses of encouragement. Share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to rate and share your thoughts on the pod on the platform you're listening on. Mm-hmm.